0: Hello, everybody. (laughs) Is that your British accent, Seema? Hello, everybody. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Hello. That's horrible. I really feel like I'm not in character right now. (laughs) That's all that's going on. Hi, everyone. I'm Seema. And I'm Swaz. And you're listening to Brown Scum Bollywood based (laughs) show. Tune in to this podcast to find out whether you're Brown Scum. So I don't think I was the target demographic for this movie. I'll start with that. But with that being said, I thought the core plot of the movie was good. Like I thought I thought they had a lot of extra stuff that made it really difficult for me to sit through the movie. And more than that, there was so much emotional, like I was just being punched with emotions left and right that by the last like hour of the movie, I was just exhausted. I had nothing more to give. Like I was literally like, please just make this be over over not because I thought the movie was so horrible I couldn't sit through it but I was just so tired of all of the things so that made it really difficult for me um you know I love a superhero movie and that's what this was so um yeah it's nice to see India have its own superheroes what did you think of the movie so when it first started I was already dreading it because I knew it was three hours mm-hmm. like there's no way I'm gonna enjoy this and then the first few minutes you know what happens in that first scene when the um the British people just like hit the little girl's mom on the head. I'm yes, like, Yes, yes, Damn, I'm probably not gonna enjoy this movie. But as the movie went along, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I started like enjoying it. And then in these like ridiculous things that happened, uh-huh. I was just looking at much and just we were just laughing. I think we we're just uh-huh. having a great time. Yes, yes, so could, exactly. And we can talk about like specific scenes later, but by the end of it, I was like, wow, I want more. <laughs> <laughs> okay that i do not really to i did not want more by did the you end through the last song no i didn't i was like i need to leave before I the, the last song and there was like little like um scenes of the movie like what happened oh, next no. uh-huh as part of the song uh-huh. and then i like that song so much <laughs> uh-huh. during the car ride home i was like i'm gonna play that song in the car because <laughs> it was like the movie was just like pure like you said like a superhero movie and just uh-huh ridiculous but amazing first little bit of it I was like resisting it you know I yeah, was like, me too. what is this why yeah. are we doing this this yeah. doesn't make sense like it's just, everything's so dramatized and everything and then I think after a little bit I was like you just have to lean into it like you just have to lean into it and be like yep all these you things you just, just have to like buy the world exactly. that the director exactly. is building Exactly. I know you That's haven't it. watched Baobali but it's the same exact thing for that too uh-huh. it's so ridiculous but you just have to be like this is the world that they're in like right it's not real life these two men are basically superheroes like all of these things they can do because they are the chosen ones and you just have to like lean into it and then it does become fun but honestly more than anything it was just so much emotional you know like I was just like please make it stop I think I need I think I wanted to watch it in chunks almost yeah but I also I'm kind of glad I watched it on the screen because like I feel like it wouldn't be the same effect if I had watched it on Netflix, for example, because I would like probably pausing it and watching it throughout days. Uh-huh. I think watching it on the big screen. I think that was the intent too, just like a huge movie, right, for the masses, right. I also like jotted down notes as I was watching the movie because it was Perfectly. so long, and I knew I would forget. <laughs> <laughs> and the first thing I have on here is the scene where. Um, ram the guy that plays the cop Mm -hmm. (laughs) the british guy's like oh arrest that guy for me and there's this huge mob outside the fence (laughs) and then ram obviously as a superhuman takes it upon (laughs) himself to go arrest that guy no matter what and the huge mob is like on top of him and i don't know how he survived that but he he managed to bring that guy to his boss i thought that was just amazing (laughs) and so ridiculous. Yeah, I think this was before I had bought it. So I was, I was just like, if that happened, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be such a rough watch for the hour. And then oh. when he um, steps, like the whole ground shakes, and then the people move back. <laughs> right. And then oh, and then I love that the guy that they're supposed to get is just standing there watching them. Yeah, like nothing is happening. Like he's just like, oh no, I'm gonna be arrested now. Also, just, he tried oh. to run away, but there's a huge like hill that comes right. up. How did he get here? Get there in the first place? I forgot about that hill oh god I also um, I loved the that the first hour of the movie they're still introing the movie like something's happens <laughs> and then another R shows and I love that the three R stand for story water fire like they're not R words no I thought they were it was a rise roar and something no, else so it's says story um, and then it says water fire and it like highlights the R's, R's? And maybe, oh. maybe the Triple R star stands for Roar Revolt. Yes. Yes. Right. Roar Revolt. Yes. But I think That's they just right. wanted to highlight the R's in the little. Because everything okay. highlighted the R. The interval highlights. Interval. R. Yeah. 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 Vol- Wait, Vol- before Vol- we Vol- move Vol- on, okay, okay. we talked about the cops, like opening scene, right? That uh-huh. character. I also want to talk about how they introduced the other character uh-huh. Being, uh-huh. in the forest. He's faster than. Was that like a werewolf? I don't know. World, werewolf. Werewolves aren't real. I don't know. What it's is that supposed to be? Like a fox? Maybe a wolf. Maybe just a wolf. Yeah. He's faster than a wolf. And then uh-huh. a tiger pops out of somewhere. And he's faster than... And stronger than a tiger. But with the tiger, they were like, it's an even match. Because <laughs> the tiger could have caught him, but there was a trap, you know? So they're like, we don't want to be too unrealistic. He's not stronger than the tiger. It's no, but he was. Because like, you know how the tiger's in the trap, but then the uh-huh. trap breaks? The like, the rope breaks? Uh-huh. And he has to fix it with his bare hands. And he manages to do that. Also, what... What did you think they were using the tigers oh i love the line where he's like bye i'm using you for my benefit yeah like when scene i didn't know like i didn't I mean, know what i what thought they were eating the tigers or i thought they were just like they had to like kill off the tiger because they had to survive yeah yeah i was and that's why he was using him which is <laughs> such a good way of doing it right like because they do that and then they co- it comes back later in such an unexpected way but yeah. we'll get there let's we'll go there. We'll let's get go get to there. your next note the next note i have was i guess we touched on it a little bit how that little girl um is making like i don't know if, if that's a tattoo that she's making it, yeah it, look, it looked it looked like henna but it was like to, permanent like, almost because yeah, yeah. Scene, she still has it <laughs> and how they pay them two coins and <laughs> just take her <laughs> <laughs> The whole conflict of Beam is that he needs to get this girl, like, back. back. Why do they need her so badly? Because all she's doing thing. is putting tattoos on ladies. The, this is the thing. Well, okay, you know how she says, I would love her for our mantelpiece? I was like, are you guys going to kill this little girl? Oh my god. Did you think they thought- were going to kill her and stuff her? I thought they were going to be at her. Well, because the whole premise of this movie is look at the British, right? It's yeah. like, yeah. damn, they're really selling this to us hard, huh? Right off the right at the beginning but yeah that was that was the big thing was like hmm, I feel like these people really seem to want this little girl to the point where they're like whoever finds this dude trying to get her back we're gonna like give him a huge reward like yeah. that didn't quite do, do it for me yeah it seemed very but I mean if you look at the whole movie it's all very unrealistic so <laughs> yeah but the rest of it is unrealistic in a I don't know in like a superhero-y way yeah yeah like well like we said before you just have to buy and buy to this you just crowd. have to yeah you can't really put too much logic on the things exactly. that are happening. Exactly. You just have to like enjoy the ride. Yeah, exactly. Um the next scene I have here is um when the two men meet <laughs> oh, I love this scene so much. There is a train. Yeah. It's about to hurt a boy in the water. And then they have to save him. They wave at each <laughs> other through the bridge. they didn't have to communicate one word to each other uh, to understand what like the other person was thinking. This is the thing that did it for this is when I was like, I'm gonna lean into this because that's <laughs> amazing. Like that scene was amazing. It, it was amazing. like, I'm not gonna let my brain ruin this for me. I'm just leaning all and in. He, he like wraps him around himself around a flag because there's (laughs) fire and he comes out of it with the flag like perfectly intact no burns They also use the flag to like give themselves to like allow themselves to fly. Yes, yes. And a (laughs) rope. And oh my god, it was so good. I love it when they wave to each other. And he's literally like he does hand gesture. And he understands. And he understands it completely. (laughs) (laughs) Like He's just like points around. And then the other guy's like, yeah, 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 of course. I got it, man. So good. Like Marvel movies, they have somehow they can communicate with each other. (laughs) Yeah, in this one, it's just hand gestures. (laughs) Okay, so one other thing that stood out to me was how they built their friendship through that mm. one song like it was a montage like how you would see two people falling in love yes it was that friendship slash brotherhood montage where they're yes. doing things together like getting into trouble together uh-huh <laughs> how, how did you what did you think about that i loved it i loved that i was like i was like wow this is the lgbtq movie yes. that we actually <laughs> need <laughs> it's so good and um. there were things in slow motion during the song like it was just like the perfect romantic montage song except it was more of friendship brotherhood your thing your friendship reminded me of Sholey a lot oh i see yeah mm-hmm. yeah like i think because that's like the last time that i've really seen two you know two main actors in such like a fun friendshipy role um and like that i i got a lot of like sholay moments mm, i i was thinking more like rom-com <laughs> yeah i was thinking lgbtq that. slash because <laughs> he gets because they get that montage and then they uh-huh. get a makeover scene where, in the party when he <laughs> Oh, i love dude. that makeover scene so much <laughs> it's amazing it's so good queer i could have never well we skipped a- ahead a little bit because before we get to the makeover we have jenny who akhtar or Beam uh-huh. tries to sorry i end. believe her full name is mujaheemir <laughs> sabnako just call me jenny <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just such a good show <laughs> So, like, Beam wants to befriend her because he wants to get into the governor's palace. Because the girl that he came to Delhi to save, Molly, is Uh in that house. right That's all understandable, but he can't speak like one word of English. So, I'm wondering what draws Jenny to Beam. You know, like, she. Did you not uh, see Nacho Nacho? No, before that, because she invited him there because she had like some kind of liking. Because he saves her car. Maybe. Oh, wait, right before that, I want to go to the point where this guard is just beating up this man, like black and blue, just horrendous behavior. And Jenny comes up to him and she's like, don't do that. And this man is like, wow, this is the most kind hearted woman that I've <laughs> seen in my life. A, a true angel walks among us. It's called white privilege, Siva. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I guess in his defense, the last time he saw a white person, they stole his little sister. Exactly. So, and hit the, the bomb in the head cool. <laughs> right in front of the little girl she seemed like way kind that's true that's true and then yeah and then she falls she's like slowly falling for him even though they speak no words together exactly so she invites him to a party mm-hmm. And then he has that whole makeover scene where he gets to wear a suit and like, it's amazing. They both have amazing bodies, which we forgot to mention, because that's like also a huge highlight when they're introduced. Right, right. But in the party, there is a dance off. So another like a rom-com thing. Like right. I, as I was watching it, I was like, wow, they have a montage song. They have a makeover and then now they have a dance off. <laughs> so they have a dance off with this British dude. What? I mean, like we all saw the dance off coming, right? Because yes. the British guy is like, oh. I'm the best dancer around. <laughs> and then he was doing the flamenco, the I don't know what else he was doing. None of them are British. He's like, I can do the salsa. It's like that's not hey, your did country. Did you forget bro. imperialism? This is this history 101? <laughs> so then after that dance off, what they do is um there's the whole nacho song, mm. which again, amazing. Amazing. Did you see their dancing, dude? It's amazing. It's amazing. It was so good. Someone described it as uh, overdosing on coke and caffeine at the same time, <laughs> and like, bro, the how do you move that fast? The intensity. The it, footwork, amazing. The footwork, like just amazing yeah the british guy could never i mean we could never (laughs) (laughs) never. (laughs) we can't even flamingo so I I don't mean to speak for you maybe you could I didn't mean to imply that you couldn't no I probably couldn't I definitely couldn't but I thought that song was amazing honestly the all of it like the way that the dance-off started like even though we saw the dance-off coming like none of it felt like oh okay now this it was just all so so entertaining to watch like it go down like the little drama start her him knocking over something you know it was all like such a none none of it felt like oh i've never seen this before but it was done in a way that felt so fun so fun and i guess their bond the friendship is only through we only see that through the song mostly until mm-hmm. this point and then oram also helps beam get the girl by like you know getting putting the nails on the road so the car she he has to fix the car etc yeah, and ahead. then during the dance off he lets beam win so right. jenny would feel like wow because jenny yeah. was like worried about beam because he looked like he was i don't know yeah so everyone was like Ram Ram and she was like no beam beam so she was doing that oh so I think that's what was going on and then I think because I think the whole point of it is that Ram and Beeb are like equally matched you know Mm -hmm. they're like the only ones that are that strong and they're equal to each other so neither of them would have really fallen or they would have both fallen at the same time but Mm -hmm. because he wanted him to have the girl he fell Mm -hmm. okay okay I didn't I guess I missed the part because I was enjoying the song and the dance (laughs) (laughs) yeah I googled why it was happening actually oh Oh, no, no. Oh. No, because I was I was like shocked. I was like, God, these girls have really gone all in on Ram, like poor Beam, and then yeah, which is valid. Ram, yeah, was, Ram yeah. was killing it. So this is like I guess a subplot to the other subplots in the story. Uh-huh. Where <laughs> Ram is still looking for because he's still a police officer and he's right. looking for whoever is coming to get Molly. Right. And he doesn't know that it's Beam. And Beam, Beam has an ulterior motive of trying to get into the governor's palace and it's kind of this part was too unrealistic for me that Peem didn't even know that Ram was a cop the whole time so this is yeah I mean, yeah are we rushing to that part cuz there's a lot that happened before that i want to talk about this one scene it might have been during the song i can't quite remember where ram is like laying and he's reading reading a bunch of stuff with the and Beam. i think turns the fan on and he's just watching him sleep Do you remember that? Yeah, it's almost like he adores him. (laughs) Yeah, it was it was all of it was just so sweet and I just wanted them to kiss. Like do you know (laughs) what I mean? Like I was like, this is so adorable. He, oh, like, he was his bhaiya. Come on. He was his bhaiya. I know. I feel bad because every time I'd be like, oh, I ship them. And then he'd he's like, bhaiya. And I'd be like, oh, I'm the problem here. And then after the dance off where he's like carrying beam on his shoulders and he's like, oh, yeah, now you're in pain, aren't you? Like, I thought that was so cute. Yeah. And then right when um, he's carrying in him on his shoulders and then Jenny comes up and she's like, oh, I'll drop him off. And then in her on her car, he sees the paint mm, and he remembers... Right that whoever yeah, he's yeah. looking for, which is Beam's like brother slash person that's helping him get into the governor's palace, mm-hmm. also had a little bit of nail paint of that same color. So he figures out that he has to work in a car mechanic place as a painter. I don't understand. Oh, wait. Did rob not know that Beam worked in a car shop place? I don't know because I thought he might have, but also it seemed like they don't know. They didn't know what each other did. Yeah, they were too busy talking about who they were they don't care about what they do it's not yeah. the capitalistic society that we live in um, I thought because I thought that was the scene where he figured out that it was beam you know because he sees oh. the car painting and I mm-hmm. thought and she got her car fixed at his place mm-hmm. or a place that he worked at so I thought we were progressing to the point where he's figuring it out but no we had a little bit to go still yeah we had a little bit to go so Ram goes to that car place and then finds the guy and takes him to a dungeon or whatever that was. His lair. (laughs) To like just beat him up and make and then try to get the name of for the main guy, basically. And obviously. Um, Beam's partner I will say does not like reveal his identity mm-hmm. but instead finds a snake yes <laughs> and because they live in the forest you know the tribal people he knows how to get the snake to him with like with sounds right. so he does these sounds and then the snake comes right in front of him and then he and this snake happens to be like the most poisonous snake that even the British don't have a cure for the, the tribe people definitely <laughs> do yes he like makes the snake bite wrong uh-huh. And then Rob kind of lets him go because he knows he's going to die. Because apparently that venom gets into your body in like an hour or something and you're dead. Right. So why is he letting him go? Because he's dead. And then what's the point of keeping him? I guess. I suppose. I would be like, listen, we're just both going to die here. But I get no bit. But he wanted to go see Beam, So that's why he, he needed to leave. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then after he gets bit, he manages to get to wherever Beam is. Mm-hmm. And then he makes this sound again because he can't like... They talk and make so B- think- is about to s- he's planning the mission to yes. go get maldi because he's already been in the palace now so he understands the inner workings of the palace so he can come up with enough of a plot to go rescue her was was that he leaves him there mm-hmm. to like recover from the snake bite mm-hmm. and he says you should be good by tomorrow but the <laughs> right. next yes. scene we see ram is perfectly fine and punching walls here's the thing
1: so, and so this punching walls
0: with a lot of strength, that there's a hole in the wall. <laughs> this Sorry. is it. <laughs> it takes a normal person up till tomorrow, a superhuman. It's I, different. I see. It's different. The snake bit him, yes, but like couldn't bit bite him that hard. You know what I mean? I see. Like they the were snake is no match exactly, now. exactly. So it's a little different. Where <laughs> and the antidote works at a much quicker pace yes. because he's a superhero, he so. has special blood. Yes, exactly. Yes. Okay, and now that you. <laughs> I was like, fully sold video. in this story because I had to kind of be like, I can't look at this like a regular movie, but still, these things just stood out to me and I so, had to bring me. it up. So, Beam ends up like with his plan, right? So, before he leaves, He has this sacred little necklace of his tribe that he gives to Ram to make him heal because it has like special powers. And maybe that also contributed to him recovering that soon. Right. Yes. I think that that's what we're supposed to understand. So I think that also had a little bit to do with it. That was the first hint is that the that Beam was the actually thing. the guy because yeah, that the this other is guy, the guy he, he had in his lair also yes. had that same tribal necklace. Exactly. So he'd figured it out before Beam tells him. That's right. That's right. He figures it out and then Beam tells him the truth anyway. So then we get to Beam's master plan. So they have this truck which is like covered for most of the, like, the movie, right? And then they have figured out how to get in. So they get get the right opportunity (laughs) to go through the gate because there's there's a party at the governor's palace so the gate's opening and closing a lot they're crashing this party they get through both of the gates with this truck and then like they they gave us really i guess no hints to as to what the plan was i thought they were just gonna get the truck in there grab the girl leave in the truck but that's not what happens (laughs) so he gets in and then he (laughs) steps out of the truck and all the covers of the truck—they're uncovered, basically. It and flies out. Yes, it flies and out it and outpour. And I don't know outpour. how. Many- I cannot explain to you. A whole jungle comes out. Okay, wild of animals, lions, lions bears. Oh my! Bears, amazing. Everything and, oh. and and you know I know what you're thinking, listener. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, okay, but the animals are going to come to be. No, he has thought of that. He has fire in his hands. So. There comes the fire, fire, fire. It's not going to hurt him. Genius. <laughs> <Boom. laughs> yes. I'm not. I'm still not exactly sure what the plan was there because the animals aren't like these are enemies and these are not because they're attacking him as much as they're attacking. That's me. why he has the fire. He has the torches. I understand, but uh-huh. he knows that this is the governor's palace and there's guns. No, remember the and a huge <laughs> army. I still don't understand that what the plan is. It like a huge distraction so he Maybe can like distraction. That makes sense because if all of the guards are trying to hurt the animals, no. One going to be looking at him going into the palace for mother. okay okay so a lot of like fighting happens with the animals and then the guards and the cops are trying to kill the animals trying to catch beam but somehow like beam gets the key to the palace right Right. so right when he gets the key and he's about to open the door we see that ram who, had just, who has just recovered from his snake bite, is here to stop Beam. Who two hours ago was just like, I've given up. This is what life has been. It's been a good run. Goodbye, sweet friend. It's now like, I'm ready to party. Let's go. Let's Guys, go. Because I think we failed to mention this because the reward for catching Beam, whoever's coming to get the girl, is that he gets to be a special officer. Um, To me, I guess special officer, the officers with the red uniform and not the... Yeah, he gets one. to be he, he gets um a higher rank position yes. of officer and it's they get me. to wear pretty red ja- uniforms yes and not the dull khaki ones so a fight obviously ensues between them like they're obviously both very strong so <laughs> we don't know <laughs> I who's going to win i think we're supposed to understand that Rob is stronger because if they were matched after he's been bitten by a snake i don't i feel like then maybe one of you is stronger than the other but which makes sense. But well, he bested know. a tiger, Sima. I was going to say it makes sense because he's in the army, but he's never bested a tiger before. Exactly. So I don't know. It It's difficult. It's hard to say. It's, yeah, it's hard to say. So they're like pretty much matched. And- all these fighting happens, and then, well, in the end. So, that little like tribal necklace that Beam had given Ram to protect him and help him is the key to Ram being able to catch Beam. And once he's captured, he's like, don't go anywhere near that girl, or we'll kill that girl. Well, I guess the fight is when Beam actually realizes that Ram is a cop and not on his oh, side. Yes. That's a whole oh, revelation Ram for Beam. Um, Ram has the special officer's position. So, basically, it gets left in like a little cliffhanger where not oh, that much with the finger oh, where it's like mm-hmm. the guy is pointing the gun and you know me watching the movie I was like oh Ram is gonna have a change of heart like he's gonna mm-hmm. something's mm-hmm. gonna happen, give him, mm-hmm. but nothing happens the next scene Ram is now a special officer and oh, and he has been arrested and he's like over all the guns like he's the, in charge of all the, the gun room yeah, know, yeah there's a so room so- with a lot of guns there yeah so he's like walking in and he's in this like factory room that's just covered in guns yes. like this is what they meant when they talking about the second amendment like just covered in guns governor. the governor and and his governess um are like talking to ram and they they're just so angry at Beam that he had the audacity to work against the british government and like try something against the british government so they're like we have to punish Beam. so mm-hmm. what we're gonna do is we're gonna hold a uh, whipping on oh, yeah public. the um public flogging the as public the call it. Yes, yes. Thank you. So we're going to have a public flogging until I believe he says the bastard kneels. Right. Um, yes, yes, yes. So it's until he kneels and apologizes. Correct. So- and before we get that scene, we get mm-hmm. a little flashback of Ram as a child. And we learn that his dad was also a police officer. And yeah, he'd been in the with the british something in regiment british. i don't know what they call it and he saw all the pain that the british people were putting on indians and he rubbed like he just quits and like forms his own army mm-hmm. to revolt right yes rob as a child, a child is part of that yes yes, yes. and i want to highlight a really important quote that get repeated throughout the movie, which is, soldier, what are you doing? So basically a British person is trying to shoot an Indian person. This, oh, yes. this scene happens several times. <laughs> And, and a higher ranking soldier comes in and, he's, and they're always like, soldier, what are you doing? Do you understand the value of that one billet? <laughs> it was created by in an English factory, by an Englishman, and it traveled the seven seas in an English vestibule to get here. The price of it is one pound and you're going to waste it on this brown scum? Yes, <laughs> I can't believe you have this memorized. Is it because we're brown scums? <laughs> yeah, I I really yeah I'm resonating really, with you. It really hit my victimizer. <laughs> I was like, this is how they see us. I knew it as brown scums. <laughs> uh, just it's so good because. It's happened so many times. Just put it in y'all's manual or something. You don't need to interrupt the whole thing each time to go through this. God. But if they put it in a manual, how would they get that effect in the movie? How are you going to. See, like you memorized it. <laughs> that was the point of this. Because <laughs> even the first time I heard it, I was like, wow, that's a bit much, y'all. <laughs> and they kept doing it. Because that was like. Also, like a motivation for Ram's yeah. dad. Yeah, because like, the we're dad... not even worth a pound like to waste a pound on a bullet on, you know. Yeah, exactly. So we yes, we learned that Ram grew up as a revolutionary. And his dad's goal was gun in every hand. And in that scene, we also learned that um they always practice with these like wooden guns because they don't have real guns. But one fine night, I don't know, Ram was probably like 10, and he stole his dad's gun and (laughs) went to go shoot and he happens to hit bullseye from like how far would you say like like a football football field shooting (laughs) (laughs) what did you say like a football field or yeah, bigger say, I'd say about a football field like a very impressive distance for, for a, a kid, kid can... that has never shot a bullet like, like even for an adult that practices yes. that's yes. crazy impressive and especially for a kid who's that's his first time holding a real gun like he's stolen this gun from his dad's closet yes and when the dad learns of that and they come back and then the mom and the dad have this look between them like uh huh. it's almost like he's the chosen one he's the Harry Potter of this world the first, go goodbye. <laughs> now, this kid. I feel like every movie now has to have a Harry Potter. We have to figure out who the Harry Potter is. Yeah, yeah. we have to figure out who the Harry Potter is. And in this world, it's Ram. He's the yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> so then we cut to uh, Beam's public vlogging. Also, in this. Oh, I see. We don't get to see what what else happens. After we don't that? get to see what, what else happens oh, Yeah. Okay, okay. I yes. see. So. <laughs> well it's so well done i think i didn't appreciate it enough at the time i thought i, don't I think you all of it. did there was so much yeah. mystery and suspense and this had everything they, to me all this happened after the intermission because i was like this is another movie now what's happening <laughs> we're watching a different movie now and then i was also like they do such a good job you guys of being like why is Rom like it's like why does he care so much about this british army like because yeah. you know you are watching this movie as a Or I was watching this movie as a brown scum being like, wow, this traitor. Like, what is he doing with the British, you know? Okay, so switch back to the vlog. So we're back to the public flogging where the main goal is to make Beam kneel and apologize to the governor okay so first of all like let me let's do out because Beam is wearing this beautiful white Buddha in which you can tell he's about to be like like he looks like someone who he looks like a politician you know like someone who would be more or like, like someone, yes yes like, martyr, like you said yes yeah so <clears throat> the well and reason. a thing to note is that the governor has invited all the townspeople like a mandatory thing for them to come view this mm-hmm. because he thinks if he punishes someone enough he wants to make him an exa- example of him like mm-hmm. no one would ever dare to do anything like this ever again right so there's a huge crowd in this public flogging. right so ram is whipping beam like it's you can see the pain oh before the fog even begins ram kind of like goes oh there's like a whole show of announcing what's happening Where he highlights very blatantly that he's gonna keep going until he kneels, so he's Mm -hmm. kind of telling Beam, "Hey, kneel, so we can like stop this." Mm -hmm. Um, Because by this point, we know about Ram and his double agent life, right? But Beam does not know. Beam does not know. Beam is betrayed. Um, so he makes a whole show of this and then also I believe goes and like whispers something of of the you know saying the same thing to beam again so he starts whipping him several times right like Mm -hmm. the pain is searing through beam but he refuses to kneel like yeah yeah yeah, because he's like being chained up and so he like yanks on the chain so that he'll kneel and so everybody's like or not everybody the governor and and the governess are like kind of like, oh, look, he's kneeled so quickly. And the governess is like, oh, I wanted to see blood from uh, by his feet. Also, um, he hasn't kneeled. And, like, and then yeah. the governess is like, oh, the boss that hasn't kneeled. <laughs> um, I'm loving this accent, you brown scum. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, fellow brown scum. <laughs> we find out that he hasn't kneeled yet. Um, um, is this when the song happens? Yes. There's a song where the premise of the song is, if you aren't being beat up, then what are you even living? Exactly. Like that's, that's kind and, of the premise of the song. And the song is happening as he's getting beat up. Yes. Let's and not then, forget. <laughs> right, exactly. And then you know, when we're like, oh my God, this is too much. A leaf blows through, dips in water, dips in like nice cold water, and then comes and sits in Beam's face. And he's just like, ah, yes, mother nature and her healing abilities. And then the governess, I believe, around this point gives like a spiked whip to use instead, where like if you use it on a uh, pillar, the wood just chips right off. So it's yeah. supposed to do that to his skin. The flogging continues. He doesn't kneel. Um, the townspeople are agitated at this point. The anger is apparent, and so also inspired. Uh, yeah, they're and they're inspired by his uh, bravery, should mm-hmm. we say? Yeah, and the fact that he won't kneel. Yeah, that he won't give in to these white scum. If I may be so <laughs> These bloody white scums. <laughs> exactly. So um, the townspeople like attack the army, right? Mm-hmm. And then what happens after? So him? Beam is taken into the cop car and taken away. So after the public flogging, Beam is supposed, supposed to get, get hung, a- and then he has a. Ram, Ram wants to save Beam. Yes. So now Ram wants to save Beam and Ram is like, you know, I have this master plan. Um, yeah, yeah. but I feel like saving Beam is so important. And he's talking to this older police officer and he's That's kind his of, uncle. That's his, That's dad. his brother. Yeah. Okay, okay. So he's talking to the to his uncle and you know, sharing his um feelings mm-hmm. about the situation. And the uncle is basically like, Hey, don't get distracted by the side project. Think of your main goal, mm-hmm. which is weaponizing, you yeah, know, and, and then Ram says the goal, what Baba wanted, was to weaponize everybody. But today, being created, the people themselves into us. Yeah, amazing. So Ram has a plan, and then he moves the uh, hanging by the river. Yes, because he tells the governor it'd be more impactful if the people didn't see it, because they don't. He doesn't want them to be a martyr, and he doesn't want them to inspire the people like what in, in his public flogging. Exactly. So he also asked the governor to bring the little girl to make her watch. <laughs> but it's all in his master plan to like make sure he gets away with the beam gets away with the girl so what he does is he puts bullets into the guns for the guards but they're not bullets i don't know how guns work so he basically he doesn't take out the bullets i think he makes it so that you can't shoot okay yeah i don't know how guns work so he does all of that and so when they're about to transport beam to the hanging site he like shakes the hand of the governor and the governor notices something. On his hand, and as I was watching the movie, I was like, "I don't know what he's noticing," because it was a little like pinkish, orangish hue. Yeah, I, I think it, I okay. It looked like dirt, kind of, yeah. and I was like, "I think to me, I was like, okay, he, is he supposed to find out that he's been working on the guns?" But yeah. I still don't know what the point of that was. Because why would he not clean his hand? Yeah. And then I was like, is it just supposed to be that he's dirty? Like he's brown scum as well? Like, is that the point? No. And then, you know, when the when they're going to the uh, hanging site, mm-hmm. the governor is kind of suspicious. Right. And then he sees a tree that's been kind of like half cut. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking whatever was on his hand was the dart when he was doing that to the tree. Oh. However, I'm a little confused as to why he wouldn't be like washed and clean before he's well so it looked like the that. governor never shakes people's hands like it was supposed to be like a thing that the governor's choosing to shake his hand because they usually uh, just, like salute him and then move on gosh. so he probably didn't anticipate that being an issue but the government okay. you know, the governor's so impressed with him that he's shaking his hand but it's still to me okay that's all fine it still doesn't make sense to me like he obviously didn't do that in his uniform right he had to have done all of that gone home probably showered <laughs> no no remember we see him doing it in his uniform and he like hands it off. Oh, okay, okay. But Maybe. to me, what yeah. I'm impressed by is this governor. Honestly, like sees this little dirt and puts things together. Where I know the whole plot and still am unab- unable to put it all together. Yeah, or he didn't put put it together, but he with the dirt he was suspicious. Yeah, he did not see the trees. Mm-hmm. like half cut and he knows something's about to happen he's like faster mm-hmm. faster to the driver so we learn that um brahm has done something to the tree and then the tree kind of crashes onto the governor's car but he manages to not be killed because he realized and he asked the driver to go faster mm-hmm. so then we see ram kind of making sure Beam can get away he's like killing off all the british Cause the uncle, uh, Ram's uncle, has also slipped a blade to Beam so oh, that Beam can like cut out of his um rope that's tying him. Yes. Yeah, that's tying him together. So, so Beam has been able to unrope himself, and then Ram is kind of killing all the British people. We we see here that his plan of making sure the guns don't work comes in handy, and then so Beam and Mully take off. Take off. Yes. And before they take off, Beam and Ram have a little like fighting going on. Mm-hmm. And Beam has kind of overpowered Ram and he is in the position that he could kill Ram. Mm-hmm. But because of this brotherly love, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then he takes Molly and runs and they're in and hiding. Yes. And this is where the interval happens. happens. Interval. Interval. Yes. After the interval, and we haven't touched on this but we know that ramcharan has a fiance and the fiance is played by alia bhat so what happens is bheem and his family i don't know if there is family but bheem and these people that were, that were helping him and the little girl mm-hmm. are in this shelter hiding from the cops cuz they've yeah. like surrounded the area they they know he's in uh-huh. so then all these british cops raid that place but um, Alia's character, Sita, realizes that they're in trouble and makes up a story that there's somebody infested with smallpox. And then all the cops kind of go away because they're afraid to get infected. And that's how Sita and Bheem meet. And, you know, Bheem is how like... How about continue this story? So Bheem is... So Sita is basically feeding them because she overheard um, the little girl saying she was so hungry. And so she's feeding all of them. And Bheem is like wow, you're so kind. Like, you know, thank you so much. And Sita's like, oh, my fiance always says we should take care of everybody. And, you know, in talking, we come to find out that her fiance is, in fact, his Yes. And she reveals to um, Pim that there's this whole plan going on where um, Ram wanted to make sure that every revolutionary has a gun in their hand. So he's, you know, doing this whole plot to get the to get in with the British people so he can get the guns and steal it. But instead, like she explains what happened, and Beam is like, oh, it's it's the same guy. And so Pim is now like, I need to go get Ram, because Sita also reveals that in two days Ram is being um, hung yes. in front of everybody, <clears throat> and he also finds out that. Ram is in jail and is being hung because he helped Beam and Molly get away. Yes, yes, exactly. So Beam is like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe how wrong I was. I need to go find." Okay. (laughs) And the next scene, I had a lot of like thoughts on because he goes to Jenny. Wait, no. And Jenny is explaining the outline or the map of the jail to Beam. And wait, wait, he doesn't speak English. This is such a good point. This is she's pointing. She's and pointing. How is he able to ask her, like, right. this like is how do feel like this is such a complex plot? How is he able to explain this complex plot to her and say, There's a jail and he's in it? Can you explain how this And works? how does he explain to her? Because all she knows is like, Ram was the one beating him up. Right. How did he explain the whole thing to her about how Ram's actually a good guy and he needs to save him and he needs like a blueprint to the jail? Oh, maybe Sita (laughs) spoke English. Sita wasn't there. She was still in the... told him what to say. His memory is great. He remembered that long name she had. Okay, sure. And sure. So Sita knows English now. So Before this though, I wanna, I think one of the earlier scenes it like what how we find out Ram is in jail is the governor is being oh, yes brought into the prison and the guard that's showing the governor around is basically like we've um reduced his meals to once a week he's weak he's you know rotting away in this little prison jail cell and the governor comes in and Ram is not facing them he's faced away with his arms um held up and mans is doing pull-ups like ripped, ripped, and just working out in jail. One meal a week. This is the diet that he needed yes. to really thrive to match his full potential. <laughs> just <laughs> no, no muscle definition loss. Nothing. No, right. it's even better now. He's be- he looks better. Yeah, and um, he says the sunscreen slope. I don't know. Um, where he's like where the governor's like. Why are you even trying? You're going to be killed in two days. Um, And he's like, it's not your right to deserve. It's not uh, your right to see the result, but it is your right to try as hard as you can. So he's trying as hard as as he can. Um, And then Beam, like, you know, a few scenes later, we see that Beam has asked Jenny somehow, has mimed to Jenny. Where he couldn't really say like Bangles to her, but he's managed to explain this entire plot and ask how this jail cell works, and she's managed to explain it to him. And um, oh, he's been taken to a isolation jail, which is like underground, so they get like thrown underground and they're in their yes. little holes. Wait, before we get to the whole saving, freeing him from jail, uh huh. When Sita is explaining uh, Ram's story, we uh-huh. get the scene where the little boy has to, because the the, Ajay Devgan, the father, when, you know, in the past. In the flashback. In the Mm -hmm. flashback. um, He has to kind of, he has bombs all over his body. And he asks his little son to shoot him to save. Shoot. Aim, load, Load. shoot. shoot. Aim, load, shoot. No, loading I I don't know. One of those. He is last. You have to shoot at the end. Yeah, this little 10-year-old boy. Has to blow his father up. After he's seen his mom and, and totu his, his younger father. brother, shot. And he wants to like run and be with them in their last moments. And the dad's like, no, this is what's important. The revolution. And oh. then he has to go kill his father. This is like one tragedy slash, I don't even know the word to use here. Trauma. Trauma after another for this little boy who looks like he's about 10 years old (laughs) poor child like all he had done was steal his father's gun one night just for funsies and now he's having to kill his dad yeah yeah so I feel like we had to just acknowledge that before we went into the the jail scene yes and and then of course the dad has him promise him that the dad has ram promised him that he will make sure to get a gun in every revolutionary's hand right. oh because i don't know if this is important to include but because um ram is able to kill off like a bunch of soldiers with one gun and mm-hmm. so the dad's point is you are able to do so much with one gun imagine if, ev- yeah. if all of these people had a gun yeah. so that's like the importance of that yeah so so then we going back to being um rescuing Ram from jail because now that he knows he's a great guy and he's trying to not only save Molly, but he's trying to save the whole land I believe that's like the line that he used so Simon, did you watch so before we get into that did you watch this movie like the Hindi, Hindi dub or did you watch the Telugu with subtitles I did Hindi dub interesting so I did subtitles so I was basically like reading subtitles and I don't know how much like you with know the subtitles get you know how subtitles get they're not amazing especially with like Indian movies yes yes so, yeah no I cause I mean the Hindi one also had subtitles and the subtitles were definitely a little wacky. Was it weird when their mouths were moving but it was yes him? okay it was okay it was very weird. So it I was I, like I also went with the other one. Yeah yeah I was trying to get it in a specific time like I didn't even think about it I was just like whatever like I just wanted to watch it at this mm-hmm. time so yeah it, it worked out but yeah it felt very weird being like like I just had to just not watch that rounds after a little bit mm-hmm. okay sorry segue back to the movie so um so now Beam is in the jail with the blueprint that Jenny gave him and he's trying to find Ram so <laughs> remember when Ram got bitten by the snake bite mm-hmm. and to get Beam's attention he had made the, this sound um, with something around him so Beam tries to use the same idea so he starts like thumping that sound on the ground mm-hmm. so Ram would hear it and thump back <laughs> which it's not the greatest idea because it's. This is like a high security prison. It looks like a high security prison to me. This is the thing. This <laughs> man is just crawling around, like just yell at that point, right? Because if you're thumping that loudly over and over again, they're gonna hear you. They're gonna hear you, or but they don't. Spoiled but they, they don't. <laughs> and none of, I mean, I guess what well, what are the prisoners gonna do? But I feel like if I was a prisoner underground and I heard thumping like that that was clearly a pattern I would just thump back I'd be like hey who's there can you help me like <laughs> I wouldn't be like oh I don't know you I don't know this thumping pattern I'm not gonna he's do that like, it like it that's rude multiple thumps there should have been multiple thumps right okay yeah but maybe he was the only one in solitary because remember that's true this solitary is like a little like it's like can't... a hole in the ground yeah like a little 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 hole in the ground. So basically, they find each other. They find each other through them. And while he's trying to get out of that little cell, he's like yelling, like using all of his strength (laughs) to pry that little door. And I'm like, what was the point of being stealth (laughs) when you were going to yell so loudly anyway? (laughs) And obviously now, um, if you remember, the governor... Has hurt his legs, so Ram can't really walk. So what happens is he rescues him and then puts him on top of his sh- shoulder, shoulder, which is parallel to the after the dance when Ram was carrying Pim on his shoulder. Correct. So balance, friendship—that's what we want. Correct. So he carries him on his shoulder and like he walks back to like the forest and he finds this little mandir. Wait before we get there. Uh huh. Do you want to talk about how there are a thousand, hundreds of guards in that jail with actual guns, and Beam is carrying, right, muscular man who can't be—he can't weigh like he can't be light, you know, right, he really heavy. But they somehow managed to climb up, you know, well, where they put the spot. Already screamed on to at the top of their lungs. Yes. So gotten people's attentions. Yes. And then they climb up. And and then sees them climbing up. (laughs) And because Ram has like a leg, like a knee injury, Mm -hmm. he has to do most of the climbing and all all that stuff. And how they get on top of that, you know where they put that spotlight? I don't know what that thing is called. A tower, let's say. Uh Is they flip onto the tower and from the tower they jump over the wall oh, without so being shot without like even a scratch right right and then I'll let you <laughs> finish the like go through the mother part so they so he's carrying him after this really stealth mission that they just had where they had to be really quiet um so they like sneak out of there and he's like carrying him on his shoulders and he's like walking through and he finds his monkey. So he puts him down on the temple, like on the, on the stairs of the temple and his knee is broken. So he, once again, our friendly neighborhood tribesman goes into the forest, finds leaves. It's the first one he finds. <laughs> this leaf will do. Takes it. There's a mortar and pestle there for some reason, takes the mortar and pestle, like, uh, you know, crushes it up into a little... Did um, you really have a mortar and pestle? Or was it rocks? Oh, maybe it was rocks. I thought, I don't know why it looked like mortar and pestle to me. So yeah, that makes more sense. It was rocks. I don't know, but it just seems... It yeah. seemed mortar and pestle. Yeah. Sure. yeah, So he crushes it up and puts it on his on his um, feet so that he'll get better. And then he... Wait, he, before that, though, mm-hmm. in the mundir. let's... I just want to be specific about the mandir. So the mandir... And I didn't know what which like deity it was, so it's Ram, you know, from Ramayan. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. So he has like the there's a statue of Ram with bow and, and arrow, with bow and arrow, and mm-hmm. apparently real bow and arrow, because right, cause Well, he, they're not gonna make a statue of bow and arrow, so they have just 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 have real a real bow and a real they leave weapons arrow. on the yes. And now, so he has, um, he found this, like, orange flag, if you remember. I don't remember the orange flag. And he makes pants out of them for Ram. Uh Oh. And then he gives him the bow and the arrow. And then he puts a little red uh, tikka on his Uh forehead. That's exactly, like, the god. Right. Right. No, the last hour of the movie, I felt like I was in a temple. Like, I felt like I was listening to Badun. Like, I think... So go ahead, like to talk about. So then, in the water, mm-hmm. so he's trying to drink water, washing washing his face, and then mm-hmm. we see that he's surrounded by all these British cops or army people, army, yeah, camouflage, and they're like just about to shoot him <laughs> when an arrow comes through and kills the um the British the person cop. doing the shooting. Yes, and then we get this grand entry of ram as ram was in his, the like, fire in the fire with his hair flowing with yes i don't yes. know he somehow managed to get the necklaces that the gods wear and then the little <laughs> arm was there. having a makeover <laughs> <laughs> as the beam was getting water <laughs> and his leg and his knee seemed to be perfectly fine after that little he i don't know what leaf because yeah that in an marvin antidote, medicine antidote yeah <laughs> the secret the British don't want you to find out. He has this grand entry with like fire all around him, and he's like, he's literally the god Ram. I feel like. Yeah, no, that's what it was supposed to be, I feel like, too. Yeah, yeah. Is this movie like sort of inspired by Ramayan? Because if you kind of think about it, it's Ram, Sita, and, Bhim. and Bhim. he's also a brother of Ram, right? He's a Maybe fond of brother. A little bit no ramayan Pandav is, no. is a Pandav brother oh it's not a ramayan character beam uh, is a like one of the five Bandu brothers beam Mahabharat, yeah so i guess they kind of i don't know ram's there sita's there but yeah ram and sita are there and they kind of like I don't know. They're not that subtle with that, you know, like that was clearly done intentionally. Yeah, the wrong then, thing was clearly done intentionally. Right. And then the um, like, who's the director? Rajamoli. Yeah, Rajamoli has, you know, was in an interview has said, like, we know that not of this movie particularly, but kind of when talking about how he gets inspired by things like, you know, we know that he says different deities but like we know that ram and lakshman are friends but what if ram and this other god was friends like so like that's kind of how his brain works mm-hmm. so you know i'm sure i'm sure it was no coincidence and then uh, another thing is that both ram's character and beam's character are inspired by real life freedom fighter fighters yeah. mm-hmm. so but i don't think those two had a connection with each other in real life oh I see it's like a fictionalized birth. exactly yeah yeah like they were based off of these people but just put into like taken in the same world but you know so it's kind of like a mixture of that and then Ramayana and Mahabharat all like yeah I think like I, I think the way I look at it is this director kind of was like people that he found really inspiring and how cool it would be to have them all in one world yeah like i yeah. feel like is how he was looking at it but um the freedom fighter when i looked him up like his wikipedia page is him kind of having the ram like he has the bow and arrows and i think oh. he, like, so he does look like ram the god oh as well. okay okay so that was interesting and then the other guy has like a rifle rifle that he's holding above his head oh okay all right. So then in the forest, there's Ron, like he kills with his bow and arrow, which <laughs> this also is like a a Marvel movie reference because he never seems to run out of arrows that he got off of a statue. A <laughs> yeah. I don't, oh, From don't know. The forest all the way to the governor's office. Like we are in this scene for so long. Yeah, because there's like this huge fight happening. Um, all of these like forces are trying to get these two people. Right. And they fail. That's for some reason. <laughs> these two people have really taken their interest. Yes. And the whole forest is now like burning with fire. Oh, and then there's this one dude who is not in the army, like he's not fighting, but he has a phone. Yes. And he's talking to the governor. Governor. Yes like giving so, updates. yeah he's like giving him updates and he's like these people you know they're he's basically says that they're losing right now like we need more help so the governor sends in like more basically people. everything that they yeah. have like this is we have to win this kind of a thing which I feel like if I was Rom or Beam, I'd be like let me kill this guy because then the governor won't have updates right you know what I mean? So I feel like that was a little bit of a. But they were, were so busy fighting off like the other hundred. Yeah, but they can. That they were actually shooting at, them. at once. <laughs> but anyway, they still managed to win, even You're with right. like hundreds of more cops or however many more came. While they're at it, um, Pim gets a motorcycle and Ram gets a horse, right? at the end of this fight scene. And then they have this telepathic sign conversation again about their plan of what to do next. Right. So Ram is on his horse and then uh, he is on his motorcycle and the plan is to light the motorcycle on fire and make it go through a window in the governor's palace that has so there's like a t- in a specific room that has a bunch of TNT lying around. <laughs> and also in this scene, Beam, I think, gets off the motorcycle, lifts it, and then swings it. <laughs> just casually. That's not even like it doesn't even surprise me anymore. That's like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so great. So this motorcycle has now landed in the palace, which has a room just dedicated to TNT in the palace that actual humans live in. I believe that's their bedroom. Yeah, that's where they sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously it all like blows up. Right. And there's more fighting. And, and the gun room is also in the palace this like factory looking space with like a bunch of guns so there's all these fighting and then um there was some redemption in a way that they killed the governor with the same bullet <laughs> that was too expensive to waste on brown scums yeah before before the like, is killed though there's this really great scene where so like we see a hand um like floating oh, wow. with blood dripping down it and then like he looks up and he and we see the tattoo that Mali was drawing in the first scene. So mm-hmm. we see that tattoo and blood coming out of that tattoo. And so the and so the governor is like, oh no, like his wife has died. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, and then and then the blood splatters. Mm-hmm. And then it like splatters onto this thing that says, uh, the sun never sets on the British Empire. Empire. Yes. And so like the blood like splatters all over it, which I also really liked as a scene. <laughs> and then they get guns for the people. So then um, after that I guess the fight's over and they so Ram is like goes back to his village with all these revolutionary people with his fiance <laughs> cuz he has now like you know been successful in his mission. Right. And then Bhim returns to the forest to his tribe with Muli, mm-hmm. And we see that the mom, the little girl's mom, is still alive. But I was under the impression that she died with that head, that head. Yeah, with, when he hits her in the head with that. Yeah, she, yeah. So she she's still alive and they're all happy to see Muli. And I think that's pretty much like pretty much the end of the movie, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Bhim is like, you did so much. Oh, Ram is like, you did so much. To help me. How can I thank you? And he's oh, right. like education. Treat, teach me how to read and write. Yes. Teach me how to read and write. Which I thought was a little bit out of nowhere. Oh, oh. and then Jenny is also there, right? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it seemed like Jenny and uh, Beam are like, just a thing now. Yeah, they're a couple. They're a couple, yeah. Which makes it Now it's not out of nowhere. Of course, he wants to learn to read and write. He wants to be able to communicate with his wife. Potential wife, correct. Potential wife, Yeah, yeah. 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 And then we get the song the end song right is there anything else before that i think that was basically it yeah 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 we get the end song and then which i have to say i really enjoyed the heck of that song heck <laughs> out of that song and the I even listen to it on the way back home apparently this it was three so, hours something it was so loud something. and they were they danced so well i'm sorry yeah no they were such good dancers they're so good like yeah, I just couldn't you know. stop watching them these actors killed it alia was in the song too and compared to the two of them her dancing just kind of was it was mediocre okay i did not she's not even like a bad dancer but they were just so good no there i mean the in nacho nacho like that step that they did i cannot think of anyone else who could like pull that off that well they did so well so we've kind of laid out the movie here if you couldn't watch the movie, there you go. There you have the whole thing. So, what did you think of um, the actors? Let's start there. Okay. And their acting. Their acting. Okay. Um, I thought they did a really, really good job. Like I felt like, like I, I bought all of it. Like I bought um. Rams. I don't know. Like they're they had really good chemistry. Like when they were like falling in love with each other. Like it was very sweet and their anger, like all of it, like they sold it so well. And it wasn't this like overacting at all. It it was just done really, really well, I thought. And then I know there was also a lot of talk about how um, someone wanted to do a movie similar to this with like two main actors, you know, and like nobody in Bollywood would to know two Mm -hmm. actors, like A-list actors would agree to work with each other. So like, it's really cool that this was able to happen. Yeah, I thought they were good. Yeah, I they agree. were like amazing. They were both so fit. They were so good looking. Like to me now, the cat, the actor that plays Ram is so attractive. Like, yeah. <laughs> I guess I hadn't really watched any of his movies before, mm-hmm. and now I'm like, wow, he's a revelation. <laughs> Truly, I mean, I think that's why the women were cheering for him instead of the other guy. I think he's was so handsome. This is so dry. and his suit—he looks so good. He looks so good. The styling was—I awesome. Awesome. thought that was a little Dude, rude, in all honesty. The suspenders he wore. Oh my god! Yeah, and then they that did a so dance move with the suspenders, yeah. which I also really liked. I really liked his outfits before we got into the whole fight, where he would just wear like a shirt, pants, and like suspenders. Mm-hmm. so attractive um, I also thought it was kind of rude of him to look that good when going to Jenny's party because it's like you're trying to set your friend up but look worse <laughs> look worse then, and come he on. was so, like, like if you're trying to wingman for someone you cannot go in looking that good it's rude and he had this like air about him like this classy like I'm so hot air <laughs> like I know I'm hot and educated and classy and also like <laughs> But that's not what I care about. Like, what I care about is getting guns into everybody's hands. And I have a really tragic backstory. Yeah, like this broody, like mysterious. Yeah, man. Oh, apparently the freedom fighter, who he was based on, he had uh, married or he was, yeah, he had fallen in love with Sita, but it was apparently a platonic relationship. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So this one was not platonic. This one was not platonic. What <laughs> did you think of um, Alia being in this movie? Um, I think it was fine. I mean, I knew she was in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it would be like a bigger role for some yeah. reason, but it yeah. wasn't. Yeah, but it was like a very small role. Yeah, and maybe they treated it as a special appearance. I don't know. But she was like out and about promoting the movie, mm. so I don't know if maybe if her role got cut cuz I saw on Reddit that um she had deleted posts that she had made about the movie what and there were there was conjecture that maybe she was upset and maybe her role got cut without her knowing mm. but I mean who knows this is all Could all be rumors. And maybe she was just cleaning out her feed. You know, you never know. Like, it was on Instagram that the post supposedly got deleted off of them. Yeah, yeah. There was like a bunch of RRR posts that she had made that got deleted. So who knows? I mean, these are just... Gossip. Um Ajay Devgan was also another. I knew he was in the movie. I didn't know what exactly what he would be playing, but it was a nice special appearance, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess was that funny. was also like a way of because this movie they were truly trying to make it like a pan India movie where it's not yes, just like exactly for South for the South movie yeah, industry. Yeah. So I guess to kind of bridge that gap, they got all these like big names from mm-hmm. the Hindi movie industry. Yeah, it was funny because the last movie I watched in theaters was gangubai with Alia and a they've been and then this one also had me too yeah yeah yeah. so that was interesting but no i i feel like um alia and ajay had like small roles but i feel like it was also really well done like it was very impactful like it was just like it was just cool and then yeah like i feel like it added to that star quality yeah star quality and then it didn't make it just, like, a South Indian movie. Because, yeah. like, like, so often we get hung up in, like, North Indian movies, South Indian yeah, movie. Yeah. So, like, it was cool that they there's progress happening in that front, I guess. Yeah. There was one thing that I thought they could do better, even though this movie was amazing, <laughs> was the sound effects. To me, they were just too literal and too like 80s like if somebody was shocked the sound was like that literal like shocked sound you know what I mean yeah 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 I noticed it with when like when they saw Jenny I think and she's supposed to be like well liked you know so like a happy music would start like all of it was a little too like highlighted and like when Alia was like Shocked about something. It was that like was that Indian soap opera effect? Yes, yes, exactly. Like I feel like the that kind of diminished the grandness for me, the the sound effects. I know what you mean. To me, I like I definitely agree with that. And I think when watching it, I can't remember exactly what scene, but there I did think of Hindi soap operas. Like I was like, oh, it's something and it reminded me of that. I thought it was too loud. I don't mean to sound like an 80-year-old. No, it was loud. Like, yeah, the first it's... scene, I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, like, because, like, I left the theater, and even hours after, like, the noise of the movie was still within me. No, yeah, it was definitely loud. And I think, obviously, it was by design, because they yes. wanted that reaction. Mm-hmm. And I've seen, like, clips on social media where, in that last scene, like, the whole theater is, like, clapping and dancing, so... Obviously, it's done, like, a great job of, you know, getting that reaction out of people, and people are really resonating with it, and it's making mm-hmm. all kinds of money from what I've seen, so... Yeah, it, the amount of money this movie has made is crazy. Like, topped charts, just done amazing. Yeah. Which, I mean, checks out, because I think, first of all, it's, like, a the first real big movie to come out of the pandemic. Um, And then, you know, Raj Moli is supposed to be such like a yeah. great great artist like the like his vision for things is so grand so I feel like it had set up this really high expectations where people wanted to go to a fun movie where like truly like you know we joke about the silliness of it but I think that is uh, a part of its charm is that you can go into this movie and not really think too hard about any of the the things like you can leave your logic behind and just like delve into this world yeah and you'll be thoroughly entertained yeah, yeah, like you'll be just like crying, laughing, dancing, like all of the above. Just yeah, yeah. I feel like Rajamoli just has found this like balance where everybody just like enjoys his movies. Mm-hmm. It's for me like the the I've only watched like the Bob Willie series and this movie of his mm-hmm. and I've thoroughly enjoyed all three. And all three have that same effect of like you just have to delve into that world. Yeah, yeah, and and I haven't watched the Bahubali series for the same reason that I almost didn't go to watch this movie, which is like I know this genre isn't for me. Like I yeah. know this genre isn't one that um, I align myself with often, or I find myself enjoying. Like usually, uh, it movies like this within Bollywood at least are Akshay Kumar movies, and they're just so overdone and they're so annoying to for they're me to insufferable, watch. but this one. Even with all of these like ridiculous, like things, unrealistic things, I feel like I still enjoy them. It's because, and I think uh, Rajmori talks about this in in the interviews. It's because um, when you see Ram come out of that fire and he looks like the Ram. deity Ram, it's mm-hmm. not like yes, all of the Gander, the fire, all of it is great. But like, what you what makes you feel so impacted is the emotion in his eyes. It's like mm-hmm. you are so. Um, you care so much about the story itself that the grandeur adds to it instead of wanting to scoff at it. Like you want to believe in it because he has created a story that's so worth believing in, you know? I think, I think that that's true. Like the plot, I like, I was so invested in that plot. I wanted to know what was going to happen. And with the Bollywood movies, like like you're saying Akshay Kumar movies like Mm -hmm. I couldn't care less so right right like when I think of like the bung you know like I don't care about what's happening like none of the characters are likable in the same way that like these two are like yeah like all the characters so like I feel like we're just so invested in all the characters in this one yeah no I definitely agree like, I don't know. It's it's almost like movies like Vong have this toxic masculinity yeah, thing that yeah. just turns me away. That's not fun to watch. Yeah. But like these two, like it was literally the opposite of toxic masculinity. Yeah, like, they just were so, so, so adorable. <laughs> yeah, there's just so much love that like, no matter what, you fall in love with these characters, you know? Yeah. Especially in Pim's character. He was just like this adorable little like- With his little funny. curls. Yeah, that can fight off tigers. but also is like this adorable person (laughs) that can fight off tigers but will also apologize to the tiger because he's like I'm using you for my benefit brother I'm sorry that was supposed to be also like a a trait of the tribal people right like they won't they're like really nice people that like they that they care for nature and all yeah but they're also ferociously protective of themselves (laughs) of their tribe um one of the things so for me the last like little bit which just felt like too much and I think a part of it was that the same thing would get highlighted over and over again you know which makes sense because it's a really long movie and I think with like three hour long movies you kind of have to be like okay if someone at hour two is watching it from there or like has frog forgotten yeah, yeah. this. So they have to reestablish things. Yeah. Um, but I think for somebody watching it in the theater, it got a little frustrating being like, okay, we're, we're seeing the same thing again. We're seeing the same thing again. So I think I kind of wish that had been cut down a little bit because that made it a really, that made me feel a little bit more suffered than I wanted to at the end. So what what part, because I didn't notice it, I'll be honest, because mm. I was just enjoying the movie. But um, because I don't, I can't remember what, um, they repeated like I think it was like the it was just so they would establish something like with uh, Ram and Sita mm-hmm. oh, and like when Bhim co- goes back and um, Ram is like oh you met Sita and then he has the pendant and then they do the clicking of oh. the pendant like you know they're like J- in case you forgot oh, here's it's almost everything like they're spoon feeding you and they're like exactly like in case you've forgotten this is everything we've established let me spoon feed you what's happened mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly with what but they would like come up with a plan and then they would say the plan out loud oh, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They were basically spoon feeding the audience and making sure they understand and not like not trusting their the audience's understanding. Yeah. To be, like together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. I get that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like a little bit frustrating. Um. And I think only because it was such a long movie and I didn't when watching it I didn't get like a proper intervention. Uh. Intervention even. So I was just like I just need a little interval. Sorry. A proper <laughs> interval even. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> where like I was just like I just need either the music to turn out a little bit mm. or i just need a minute to breathe through that through this and then i'll be okay because just by the end too many emotions had hit i can see that like she didn't get like a five minute break <laughs> <laughs> of <the> three hours <laughs> because like that that's how i felt like at the end i was literally like i can't watch this anymore but i was still i still care like it yeah. wasn't like i because i don't care about this so which yeah again like yeah. i think it's impressive that us uh, as people who are not who went in being like we're gonna hate this came out really loving it. yeah yeah no I really thought even before I guess we're filming this I thought you actually like didn't like it that much (laughs) no so I thought um, we were gonna have like different different opinions on this and clearly we don't so (laughs) because that kind of speaks to the director's power right I think there's definitely parts of the movie that I was that I felt too much but like at the core of the movie like you just have to give it to this movie like yeah it it, It was definitely like many 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 scenes that was like way ridiculous and it was just like even then it was like I like kind of almost wanted to root for the guy. Like when he comes oh, out and yeah. Ram I'm like, yes. <laughs> But okay, do you think this movie would be as fun as it was or we would have liked it as much if they kept the um, core plot but got rid of all of the ridiculousness of it? That's a good question. And I think... No, I agree. Because if if they didn't have all of this, I I don't know. The grandness would just not be there, I guess. Yeah, like you wouldn't... Like I think you fall in love with the grandness and like this divine intervention that allows these two to win isn't there. And I think that's what makes it's so fun you yeah. know because right. you don't watch it being like oh, are they gonna win you watch it being like how are they gonna win yeah because you know they're gonna win yeah yeah photo oh, no. <laughs> um, it like just throughout the movie I kept getting reminded of like old Amita Bachchan movies that I'd watched like no. growing up it was it had a lot of those elements I maybe because um, that's like the last time I've watched movies with those like crazy power and divine intervention and all of that maybe that's why um, I was seeing like parallels of it but it, that was like it was just like a really nice feeling of like good nostalgia Mm. and maybe also like the character of Ram like that tall dark handsome broody yeah broody angry young man but morally like like, you know this yeah just that like perfect character (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah for sure I think that was definitely I think I've also come out as a fan of like these actors now just 100% like (laughs) yeah and and I think um, in the interviews, they kind of say that you have to unlearn a lot of things to become Rajmoli's actor because mm-hmm. he requires so much from you. Like, it, it seems like Rajmoli has this like vision of everything being perfect. So they have to kind of like put their entire lives into this almost, mm-hmm. you know? So and I think that's the thing. I think if you can do all of that and like sell me on this and like, yeah. Amazing actors. Yeah, and I also watched um, the character who plays Beam Junior NTR. I believe his like real life personality is so different from the movie, mm-hmm. and he's so adorable in real life too. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Both of them, like the other guy, um, Chaitan. No, Ram. Ram Charan. Yeah, Ram Charan is like seems to be like a lot more of a quieter type, and yeah, then... quieter like yeah, just like the movie almost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> while while the other guys just Junior N T R. Junior NTR is a lot more like talkative and like bubbly and yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah, his real life personality I was like obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a couple of like clips when they um went to I think the couple show to mm-hmm. promote this movie with Alia. And then the way they were interacting, I was like, wow, like just not what I expected because I uh, didn't know anything about these actors before I watched this yeah, and I know well, they're how- stars but right obviously as an ignorant brown scum I didn't know <laughs> how were they interacting with each other so like they're so playful and like he's teasing her about like her video chatting from Bia Kapoor oh. <laughs> and like <laughs> yeah oh that's so cute i haven't seen the those two interact with each other i don't know if you saw any interviews like that with who with um ramjaran and jr and cr no no i didn't okay. i only watched like little a little clip of the alia and the other one so okay. and obviously and he seems more quieter so i guess there is it's not like clippable for <laughs> yeah i guess tiktok or reels or whatever <laughs> um i saw this reddit comment that said <laughs> that said there was not like this movie was like amazingly done not a wasted clip mm. um did you feel that way? Like, did you feel like every single clip of this movie was like needed to be in it? Um, no, I don't think so. Like, especially that, like, all these things that you mentioned that were being spoon fed to us, they could have cut that out. Um, And maybe they were just like you said, it's like a long movie, and they don't want people to forget. Mm -hmm. But no, I don't think so. I think there was a lot that could have been trimmed down and edited. How about you? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. And I think, um, and yeah, that's like, basically my only real complaint with the movie is that it was um it had a few too many wasted clips Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that was not really necessary Mm -hmm. Shraddha Kapoor and Parinti Chopra were considered for RRR and apparently they rejected it Mm -hmm. do you think either of them would have picked would have played Alia's role better than Alia did? No. (laughs) Or... I don't think so. Do you think they would have played it? Do you think they would have been good for the role? Sure. I don't think... I feel like just because the role was, like, so small, I think they could have done it too, but... I don't know that they would have been better. Like, yeah, maybe just as good. Yeah. But I don't know that anyone could have been better. Because Ali was good. She's pretty much good in every movie. So <laughs> I see your eyes rolling. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely agree, though. Like, I think it was too small of a role to really, like, pause and be like, you oh, know. someone could have done it better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Just thought that was interesting. Um, I was going to ask the bot if you preferred this movie over the Bahubali series but how somebody about I ask you that? hasn't watched Bahubali um so I know you have watched the Bahubali series and this movie and like those two have garnered a lot of comparisons <laughs> what which would you prefer this is a really tough question because my and I, I, I came up with it myself because after- we were talking about it after we watched the movie too uh-huh. and he was like I Absolutely loved Bahubali for the same reasons. But I also (laughs) really like this movie. Mm -hmm. But I'll just go with Bahubali, I think. Wow. And I might even... I don't even know why I'm picking that movie because they're very comparable, but maybe because I watched it first, there's this like loyalty to that movie. I don't know. And you have good memories associated with that yeah. movie that I'm sure contribute. And there to are it. two movies. <laughs> and they're both amazing. Please watch it. Yeah, that was Geneva. six hours. This is only three hours. Yes. And... Okay, I don't know how to convince you to watch this movie, but I don't know which one it was one or two there because this it's almost it's like a per- period historical movie mm-hmm. and there's a war going on okay. and they use palm trees okay seema palm trees to throw like cannonballs. <laughs> so you're missing out. Oh, and God. everybody listening to this podcast will tell you you're missing out and you really need to watch those movies now right, Guys, if you think I should watch Bahubali please let us know at Bollywood on Instagram if you liked RRR you will like Bahubali too because it's like Rajamoli's world and we just have to we just get to live it, in and, it and yes. live in it. yeah yeah um I will watch it like I definitely, watching this has made me be like, okay, there's a different type of appreciation you can have, but I think I need a break. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I need a gradually break. You don't need this break, You, I believe in you. (laughs) Just watch it tonight. (laughs) All six hours of it. (laughs) Out of the two of them, who do you, who did you think was the better actor? Or if you even have a preference. Ooh. That is a difficult one, man. So, Beam versus like Ram. Okay, I'm gonna go with Ram, be- uh, uh, you know, just based on this movie, because he had to play that like double agent. Where in the first half, I was believing that he was this evil traitor, basically. Mm-hmm. And then I fell in love with his character, um, even without realizing why he was doing everything. And then mm-hmm. after realizing it, like all of that, I feel like he had more of that unexpected arc while Beam although amazing, had the same um, art. Yeah, I yeah. will I think I would go with Ram too. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, like I told you, I've just like, that whole like character was so attractive. Maybe mm-hmm. that's why I'm being a little biased. <laughs> pretty privilege. <laughs> yeah. And he, I mean, not that the other actor is not pretty, mm-hmm. but I don't know, it's just something about him. And then he dances so well too. <laughs> okay, in real why life. Why does he have basically. everything going on? <laughs> Why do you get to have everything? Yeah, why is he hot and can dance and can act? <laughs> I think if you really put your heart into it, you could do the Nacho Nacho dance. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> I believe in you. How about when you do that? I'll watch Bahu. You just, you just want excuses not to watch it, but it's it's like that's fine. Don't watch it. You're missing out, not me. No. I just want to inspire you to learn this dance. When you meet him, you can be like, I can do the Nacho Nacho dance too. I will meet him. Thank you. When? Exactly. Okay, Seema, question. Uh Who is, according to you, the best actor in Bollywood right now? Like acting wise? Ooh, I'm just gonna stick to the classic and say Shadu Khan. Okay, so if you had to choose, just acting wise, okay, Shalu Khan versus Ram. Just because you've this you this is cruel no (laughs) well I guess it doesn't have to be active just no. let's let's be objective just objectively as an actor who do you think is a better actor well I feel like it's unfair because I've seen Shah Rukh Khan in so many more movies very true like I have a bias towards Shah Rukh Khan you know yeah who would you say between Shah Rukh Khan and Ram I mean I've always been a Shah Rukh Khan fan so no matter who you put against him I feel Mm -hmm. like I would always say Shah Rukh Khan that's fair yeah yeah, so we definitely have a bias. Um, I was going to say between um, Ram and Bheem in real life, though, like based on the real life personas, who, like, because you said you liked Ram so much more in the movie, who would you prefer in real life? I haven't seen a lot of, like, Ram's real personality, but from what I've seen, I would say Bheem, who is junior NTR. I think junior NTR just yes. has, like, this amazing personality. Yes, yes you have he has such a, like a, this um so I mean, lovable yeah. yeah he's very very like again Chulbule, I think yeah yeah which was really unexpected like just watching him um this interact one with Rasmoli even it was just very yeah. cute because he was like just like kind of teasing Rasmoli you know which like you don't tease Rasmoli like, <laughs> <laughs> like the, the the bravery man <laughs> so you didn't stay on for the whole song but mm-hmm. Rajamoli makes an appearance in that song. Ajay oh. Oh, David makes an appearance in that wow, song. And I missed Alia Bhatt is also in that song. Okay, I'll, go ha- I'll have to go watch the song. I missed out. Yeah, and it's probably not going to be the same because it's not going to be in a theater. Should I go watch it again? Another thing you missed out on. <laughs> so in that last song, they like go through a bunch of... And I watched the... Um, I didn't watch the Hindi dub, so I didn't really understand the lyrics, obviously. <laughs> but the visuals, it was um, they go through like I think like famous like people because they go through like Gujarati, Punjabi, and then they have oh. the those characters. So uh, I, I didn't research enough, but I think it's intriguing, and I will probably look it up. Interesting. Yeah. Didn't Google through this movie? No, because I just watched it yesterday. Yeah, didn't have yeah. time. Don't have any Googled facts for you this time. <laughs> <laughs> the last times you had a lot, so it's yeah. enough to hold us over. <laughs> um, what? Okay, what like younger act like you can't do a shadow kind of Bollywood? Would you say is like currently the best acting wise? Um uh, yeah. I probably have to say that Kapoor acting wise. Okay, and so Ranbir good- Singh. I would also go Ranbir Singh. Oh, Ranbir Kapoor versus Ranbir Singh. Overall, I think I would pick Ranveer Singh, but I, if I had to like objectively look at it, I think Ranveer Kapoor is probably the better actor. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm gonna have to give it to Ranveer Kapoor too, even though I'm not that big of a fan. like yeah, I like Ranveer Singh a lot. Yeah, but Ranveer yeah. Kapoor is whatever. But between Ranveer Kapoor and Ram, who would you say is the better actor? Again, like this is the only movie I've watched of his, so I this is the weird thing for me. I, it's like I almost want to go with Ram in this. Oh, really? Yeah, like, I, with like this, I don't, I don't know. know why. I feel like maybe because Shah Rukh Khan is, like, such an experienced actor that I'm, like, I just give it to him. But with this. Well, would can you see Ranveer Kapoor doing either of the roles in this movie? That's a great question. And I think he could pull off him. I think he would do better as Ram. Oh, that's interesting. Because I can see Ranveer Singh as Ram. No, it's swapped for me. That's so interesting. Oh, that is interesting. Mm. Mm. I was gonna ask you who, if you had to like recast this movie with like Hindi actors, who would you cast? You know, as each character. Yeah, I was Ideally. wondering. That'd be too controversial. <laughs> Okay, all right. Let's come up with it together, okay? Okay. I think for Ram, I can see like a Ranveer Singh with his mustache and like his... Like, you know how that character in Bajarao, like strong... But but see, to me, Ranveer (laughs) Singh has such like a... Um, that fun exciting thing that like uh, Ram's character is like that has that serious young man like that angry young man kind of a thing that I feel like Ranveer Kapoor would Mm, I don't know why I just see Ranveer Singh with his mustache for Ram do you can you not see Ranveer Kapoor or you see Ranveer Singh as a better version I think I see Ranveer Singh as a better version okay okay how about for okay let's do um Deep. Who would I see? Like, has to be someone like lovable. <laughs> Are there no lovable? Ooh, actors? Would Rajkumar Rao be a good uh, Ram? Ooh, maybe because I saw the mustache in the last movie we watched. I'm, I'm not convinced. Okay, how about you? I see it, but I think I see either Ranveer or Ranveer as a better version. This movie is just so grand to me. Like, not having A-listers just doesn't work in my brain. I see, I see. As a scum. (laughs) Like a scum. (laughs) Very scummy of you. Very scummy of me. (laughs) I feel like it needs, like, that star power presence. Yeah, that, like, the person you see, you have to be like, oh, wow, I can't believe I'm getting to see exactly. that. exactly. Yeah. And that's how I felt when I saw them in the screen, yeah. too. Like, they were just so great. Especially like, Ram. can you imagine, like, a non-A-lister in that, you know, that fire scene when Ram is dressed as Ram. Like, no, but th- that's the thing, right? Like, yes, both of these actors are A-listers, but we didn't know them. Like, they became A-listers to us because they did because so of well this in movie. this movie. Yeah, and maybe because I already, like, know... I've that bias with the yeah. Renvi, Renvi, and because I've and seen now. so much of their movies so many of their movies and I yeah, know right. a lot more about their personal like personalities too yeah so. I think that was one of the things that was really great watching this is that it didn't bring any of their like baggage along with them yeah. in the movie it was fun yeah. to just like have them be them yeah I don't know who uh, who I would see as but I, I don't have a who's okay I'll just name stars and you say yes or no okay okay oh let's let's start with like not this generation, but let's do one generation ahead. Like Shahrukh Salman, post oh, Shahrukh's yeah. generation. Okay. Yes. Who would you see as Ram? Salman Khan. <laughs> <laughs> what about Beem? Uh, <laughs> Shahrukh Khan. <laughs> I would. I would switch that. Shahrukh Khan. I see. I see. Because if you remember Salman Khan's older movies, he has really that love, like movie. like boy next door. He's Salman, right? he is he's Salman, right? So Salman. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Lovely. Like, he's just so adorable. Like, it's yeah. not even hot. He's just adorable. Yeah. yeah. And I, like, uh-huh. love to watch, like, his older songs, too. Mm-hmm. With this dupatta every time where he, like, does the and, little... And, like, these, dup- like, dupatta. loose-fitting shirts with Yeah, yeah, yeah. hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, before he got, like, jacked. Yeah, yeah. And became a douche. <laughs> Um... You wouldn't see Amir in the roles? No. Weird, right? I don't... Yeah. No, but again, like, I think Amir's thing has, to me, has become that he does more, like, plot-driven, impactful movies more than he does grand movies like this, don't you think? Mm -hmm. I don't know. He's done his Doom. I was just thinking of Doom, as I was saying. That other one, Thugs of Hindustan, with the whole, like, the pirate ship thing... Oh, I don't think I've watched this. The other one is like, what is it called? Um, the one with Karina, where he's a cop. Oh, that one was. Um, it wasn't like a grand movie. It was. Yeah, that's what I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it didn't have like any impact. Yeah, I think it was the last. The last. The last. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's done his fair share of big movies. I think. Mm-hmm. Big actors. So. Um, he's doing a uh, a remake of Forrest Gump that's coming out soon this year. How I believe. Do you feel about that. I don't know, and it's gonna be like very Indianized. Oh, so and football, it will. Be, they play cricket. What I don't know. I obviously the movie hasn't come out, but he's gonna meet. You know how like he's gonna meet like famous Indian people. Oh, okay. Throughout history, and and the name of the movie and Kareena Kapoor is gonna be in it, and the name of the movie is La Singh Chanda. So he's gonna be like a Punjabi person okay so so I'm I'm excited to watch that that'd be cool I mean at this point I'm just excited for movies I think I know have you seen all these leaked photos of Shahrukh Khan's new movie yes (laughs) he looks ripped I know like the the six pack is back his abs like how do you look like that you're in your 50s sir please how are dad's age Please don't Let's put that thought clear. in my head. That is a real, <laughs> That's cruel, I think. But damn, I'm looking forward to that movie too. I saw this picture just today of his, like, his hair is like a long. I don't know if he's wearing a wig or what. And it's like curled inwards or something. Like, oh, really? Inwards, and he looks so weird. It's so, <laughs> like, it's so fun seeing him after so many years. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree. And yeah. uh, I saw comments that said, Darede Disco is back because the last time he had his, um, Yes, abs, abs wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I love that song too. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's like a childhood nostalgia. Oh yeah, yeah. Hard- hardcore. Yeah, the scene where he's like <laughs> in the wedding and they're explaining that he doesn't have. A leg or arm oh, yeah. or in his blood, <laughs> like that is seared into my brain. <laughs> also, for another episode where we discuss Om Shanti, we will talk about this. <laughs> let us know if you want us to talk about Om Shanti in our Instagram. <laughs> Please add, let us know at <laughs> <add> Bollywood Bishram. <laughs> Sima, let's do our Besharam review. Um, okay, you start. Okay, I will start. Um, this movie, Not Besharam enjoyed the heck out of it loved the songs well the nacho nacho song and the end song and gave me one more actor to obsess about and like (laughs) i don't know how i've been like missing out on this but actually two more because junior ntr's personality is also amazing so he's also good looking he's also great looking and just i think it opened my eyes into like another world like the south indian world so looking forward to watching more i think yeah i i usually try to do Like, if you say Basham, I try to do the opposite. But I'm going to have to go with not Basham for this as well. Um, I think primarily for trying to do, like, a India as one nation movie instead of doing the Bollywood, Hollywood, Tollywood nonsense that we've kind of been. Like, we have definitely also been guilty of kind of seeing them as divided things. Um, So I think that's really cool. And then also just for creating a world That while ridiculous is totally worth um, putting your logic away for. Yeah, totally worth investing in. Yes, exactly. Just, Just like super fun and worth watching. Yeah, yeah. Let us know what you guys thought about the movie. We would love to hear from you. And as Seema said, for the third time, (laughs) add Bollywood Bass Drums on Instagram. Follow us, please. Please follow us, yes. (laughs) But like in a cool way. Yeah, like totally cool. Like not desperate at all. Like you want to follow us because we're so too cool for school. (laughs) (laughs) But not for Instagram. (laughs) Uh, We would love to see our Instagram go into the double digits. So. (laughs) that'd be great. That's it for this special episode on RRR. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Tune into next week for, we'll see, we'll figure it out. (laughs) Bye. Bye.